Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Gridiron Crew podcast, an NFL podcast made in Scotland by NFL lovers. You're listening to the preview crew for week 15, and I'm your host, Ross Studs Sterling. So tonight I am joined by three members from the crew, fairly virgin members to have hosted for, so I'm going to start with those guys. And I'm going to come to one of our big blue noses in the crew, Murdo. How are we doing, Murdo? I'm good, mate. Thanks, yourself? Yeah, all good, man. All good. Look forward to uh, weekend day, well, week 15, where we've got Saturday football again. So a full weekend day football. I know, that's it. Just lock, lock, lock ourselves away. No, just no, no um, interruptions. Yeah, <clears throat> time to get divorced for the wife for the weekend. <laughs> um, so moving on to the next crew member We have got our resident cheese head And I think it's been said before on the pod That this season based on performances It's probably a bit more like blue cheese on the head But um, we've got Liam How are you doing Liam? I'm good thanks, good I'm Glad to be here, thanks for having me No worries man, no worries Always a pleasure to catch up with you I think this is the first time I've been on with you Liam Indeed, so. indeed I'm good to have some NFL chat, we good? Yeah, definitely, man, definitely. We'll, we won't dwell on the Packers and the misgivings this season. I'm just ignoring that. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, man, no worries. And the man that I seem to be on quite, quite regular with, I don't know what I've done wrong to piss Keith or Danny off, but he seems to be on regular with me, is... He's a Browns fan, we know who it is. It's, <laughs> it's Brian, and I can see him on mute saying some rather expletives towards me. Brian, how are we doing, man? So, hang on a minute. <laughs> if being on with them is like relative virgins to treating to, 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 are you, are you trying to draw my virtue into question? What no, is it? Are you trying to say I put it about a bit? Is that what this is? <laughs> is that what this is? Listen, my no. wife listens to this pod. Can't we let the secrets out? Can we do that to me? Not, not at all, man. I'm just suggesting that I've been one of your masseuses in the past and um. <laughs> Uh, my lawyer will be in touch. <laughs> uh, I'm very well, mate. Thank you very much. Uh, it, it's just the first time in a while, actually, I've been on the preview crew. Me, me and you have both been a review crew daft for a number of weeks now, so it's nice to be on the other side of the ball. Uh, switching to, I was going to say defence, I think we're more special teams, mate, me and you. <laughs> yeah, very I special. think um, there's definitely a special one in there that covers us, um, to be honest, and I think we, we might be barred for the for the. Um, review crew for a while after our rather lengthy exploits in the last one. Mate, that was just that was a director's cut. That was a that was a Snyder <laughs> cut of the review of, of the of the review crew. Listen, we, uh, I'm surprised we didn't have Aquaman in that at one stage. <laughs> oh, I know. Once in my heyday, I might have passed as the Flash, but definitely not now as I approach my forties. You did weekends. <laughs> Uh, right, before we go down another rabbit hole, Brian, we'll, we'll quick, swiftly move on <laughs> on that one and, and get talking about some NFL stuff. So, as we like to do um, on the Gridiron Crew, we like to have a wee opening question, something that kind of ties in with current events or something along those lines, link it back to NFL. So, for the opening question, guys, something I'd like you to think about and give me a response for. So, we've got it's World Cup final on Sunday afternoon. We've got Argentina versus France um, before the NFL kicks off at three o'clock in the afternoon. 
Now, I'd imagine most neutrals would like to see the legendary Lionel Messi lift that soccer Lombardi. And my question to you guys is, which NFL player, and I'll keep it open, past or present, you can be as homer pick as you like, would you like to see lift the Lombardi trophy in the NFL? So, Liam, I'm going to come to you first. Uh, well, I've, I've kind of gone down the line of uh, ex-players, players that missed out on it. So I went for the old, the old classic Dan Marino. I think an obvious choice after his, what, 17 years in the league or whatever it was. Only once to the Super Bowl and never, never, never managed to lift it. So, and what was he? Broke, he had the record, passing records, I think, until Drew Brees broke it. And then another, Peyton Manning broke his touchdown passing record per season as well. So, and more recently, so that's how how long those records stood for, which is quite amazing that you did all of that and still didn't manage to lift that Lombardi. I, I think uh, all, all of us have probably kind of seen clips of Dan Marino. Yeah. I know he's probably kind of before my time of watching NFL, but he's a name that constantly crops up, as you say. They held so many records in the NFL. It's 17 seasons, lot long time. To be in the NFL, especially at quarterback, um, unless you're Tom Brady and whatever he drinks, we'll, we'll knock it into it. <laughs> yeah. stay in the league this long, but yeah, Wolverine blood. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize either that he was all 17 seasons at the Dolphins as well, which is talking about Brady, like even he's moved on to Pastors New, but that's quite amazing as well. Uh, def- definitely, with, it, with the amount of money getting slung about in the NFL, yeah. only increasing as well, it's, it's pretty rare for guys to stay as, as one main team. Um, so I know I think Dan Marino. I think if you put that out to the public, I can certainly think Dan Marino would be a popular choice. Um, I'm excited to hear Brian's based on our previous chats. I'm going to save his for last because he's chuckling away in the background there. Murdo, I'm coming to you next. Um, so going on, who I'd want to see um, lifted? There's 53 men that play at Metlife Stadium that wear blue that I would love to see lift it, but. Going out of the box a bit, someone that I think deserved to win a Super Bowl is Philip Rivers. So he's part of that draft class with Eli Manning and um, Big Ben, both getting a couple of Super Bowls each. And when you look at how Rivers' stats compare to them both, he probably deserved one and just never got there. Um, so he never, I think he ever made it to, actually made it to the big game. Um, so he's a bit of a bottle merchant, but when you look at some of this, like some of his stats, like... He completed nearly 65% of his passes better than both Roethlisberger and Eli. Um, better win percentage than Eli. Um, more touchdowns than the both as well. So, yeah, I think it's a shame that he never never, never made it to the big game and managed to lift the Lombardi himself. Uh, definitely. When you, were, when you were going down the draft class, I thought you were going to start talking about how he got shit on by Eli Manning right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> so I was wondering where you were going with that one. Um, but I know, again, obviously he's a charger, so I'm not a, I, I love to see him land on his back every time. So, But I, I think when you look at the class he came out of to see the guys like Big Ben and Eli Manning win one, you wonder how Rivers, the way he played, didn't get there. That's it. He must um, he must feel pretty hard done by with that trade though during the draft when you think Eli got two he was he was drafted uh, by the Giants. <laughs> Talk about no, stealing Dave, somebody's Dave, lunch. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Eli victimised them before he's even played a game. Poor, poor Phil, we'll just need to console himself. He's what's he got? Like seventeen babies or something. Um, so uh, on last uh, count. 
<laughs> ah, he's, he's been out of the league for a few years, so he's probably added a few more to the brood. <laughs> um, all right, Brian, before you go, because I know you're dying to tell us this one, um, one of the ones, and again, probably a bit of recency bias that I would love to have seen one one um, is Alex Smith. Um, obviously, played for the Chiefs, got to, I think, well, into the playoffs a couple of times with us. I don't think he ever made it to the championship game. Made, had a good run with the 49ers and then we all know what happened there Colin Kaepernick took over took them into the Super Bowl when Smith got injured and uh, then ultimately lost that Super Bowl as well so he, he snuffed about and again bit of recency bias obviously the horrific leg injury came through as well um, when he was at the at the commander so I, I think it would have been nice to see Alex, somebody like Alex Smith win one um, purely from a sentimental standpoint as well but um, right Brian I can see you shuffling in the chair Let's, let's have it. What have we got for you then? And with the first pick of the 2018 NFL Draft, Cleveland selects Baker Mayfield. I want to see Baker get right. <laughs> God damn it. I'm a Baker truther. We know this. He was incredible last week. 98 yards. He was on the team for two days. <laughs> I'm going to breathe. I'm going to breathe. I would love it, honestly. The absolute oh, right Browns Twitter, Browns Facebook, Browns fandom in general went Tonto straight splits in the middle last weekend when Baker made that play with the Rams. The people that hate him, the people that love, I love to see him win a ring. We went out, we had him. Yes, there were ups, there were downs. We we all admit this. The highs were high, the lows were. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were a thing. But by God, imagine Baker winning a ring. <laughs> imagine Baker leads the Rams this year to the. Is it still mathematically possible? Is it, <laughs> it's still not. Is, is it possible they can do it? Like if one of these ones were like, if they went out and then they need like like fifteen other teams all to lose all at the same time, and they make it, and Baker gets a ring, it would be brilliant. It would absolutely. The, the NFL standards have still got the Rams as possible in the hunt for the playoffs, so it's not obviously mathematically impossible. I, I think I think this is a point though to insert the uh, Lloyd Christmas gif. So you're saying there's a chance. You're saying there's a chance. Imagine it. Imagine. Oh. Baker, Baker puts up something like three thousand yards between now and the Super Bowl. <laughs> Leads them to big great. Oh. <laughs> Just well, to watch Brown's Twitter melt. I mean, it's not like he's not chances. I mean, it could. It... Yeah, but you you want to talk about Browns in the playoffs? Do you want to talk about Browns in the playoffs? Do you want do to talk about how 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 games were justly well, ended, justly ended by certain teams from Kansas who don't it, it seem to understand be. that helmets aren't for hitting folk with? Oh, sorry, that's Miles. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't be uh, Chad Henney. No, I mean, that's, I mean, he helped. Anything Kansas is possible. City coin the phrase. Anything is possible. Possible. <laughs> Not saying the words I'm thinking right now. So <laughs> I know. Right. We'll try. Anyway, my 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 shout to Baker. I would love to edit too much. I would love to see Baker win. I need to be honest. I cannot believe I've never seen Baker coming after the chat over the last couple of weeks and how 
how much a Baker fanboy you are. And I, uh, sorry, I should I should have seen Baker. Um, but I, we'll we'll move on for there. So some good some good answers in there. And I must admit, I'm firmly rooting for the Messi camp on Sunday. So I'm hoping I would love to see it. I just I think France will get the better team, unfortunately. But we're here to talk about NFL. So let's move on and we'll have a look at some of the matches from for well, uh, Sunday, they're all on Sunday. I had to just check the times there. Technically, they're all on Sunday, our time. One of them's on Saturday, US time. But uh, yeah, so we'll kick off with the Sunday Sunday game at quarter past one in the morning. We've got the Miami Dolphins going to the Buffalo Bills. So the eight and five Dolphins traveling up to Buffalo, where it is going to be cold, it is going to be wet, it is going to be not weather it to is used to by all accounts and I think he's only played in it a handful of times so how do we see this game going and I will start I think with Murdo on this one so what do we think about this Murdo? Yeah you've hit the nail on the head there with the weather that's this is a Browns game all over it the Bills game all over it sorry Brian <laughs> didn't mean to get you excited there <laughs> um, yeah. always knew you were a Browns fan <laughs> <laughs> Four, forecast for Sunday minus 28 in, in American American money uh, so it's like minus 2 for us with snow showers like two, he's lost all four of his cold weather games so far and it's all been quite convincingly um, and two of them was against the Bills as well I just don't see any way that, the, that Miami can win this like they're on a bit of a slide as well whereas the Bills have built up another win streak as well and yeah, I I just can't see the the Bills losing this one. To be honest with you, but I think the weather's the even biggest with, factor in it. Even with Tyreek Kill being the cheater, do we think he makes a difference? Liam, I'll come to you next. I mean, he's he's obviously moved to Miami to to be that dynamic. I don't think anybody thought it was going to hit anywhere near that. Um, but even with some like Tyreek Kill in there, do you? Do you agree with Murdo and think there's there's no chance? I kind of yeah, I, I pretty much do. To be honest with you, I don't know. Like as you say, the weather is how going to get the the, the ball thrown to me enough. I suppose all if it's a snow snow game, will be all all about, all about the run. And I was looking, I think the Dolphins are like 29th in rushing compared to the to the Bills. And I think I'm right in saying I think Wilson's injured or injured his hip last weekend, so they're down to to the most in the the backfield. So. I think it's gonna be a tough, a tough slog for for the Dolphins to to come out of that with a win. Let's be honest with Raheem Mostert. Like, what's the chances of him seeing the game out? He'll, he'll <laughs> in, end up injured as well. So he, he, he was slipping the slipping the snow the first minute and <laughs> twist his ankle, wasn't he? So. Listen, guys, if there's as much snow at this game as we are forecasting, we're gonna to need to tie one of those little balloons to to his waist so we can see him above it. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I'm taller than Tua. How is he gonna cope in the snow? And you see the cheetah. When was the last time you seen a cheetah running snow? <laughs> warm, warm weather animals. And to be fair, also it's a bit of a must-win game though for the Dolphins because what they've got the still got the <laughs> Eagles and the Jets to play as well. So it's it's well, I suppose it's crunch time for everyone, but it's it's not an easy easy ah, last few games. There's, there's crunch time when you're sat in ten wins and crunch time when you're sat in eight. Um, big 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 appeal of this game is obviously the divisional nature as well. You know what I mean? It's the Miami walks away with this one. You know what I mean? Ooh, that's 
big, big step towards making serious inroads in the postseason. Um, and studs, you can jump in and correct because you'll be bloody well desperate to. Um, Bills are currently on track to take the top seed, but if they lose this one, I imagine you're a you're you're two as biggest fan today. Yeah, no, absolutely. The, Ch- the Chiefs are um, tied with the Bills, but the Bills have got the tiebreaker on us, so the Chiefs are sitting in the second seed just now. Um, so I no, absolutely. I I would love to see the Dolphins win. Um, but again, as Liam kind of touched on there as well, probably a must win for the Dolphins as well. Sitting, they're sitting what sixth in the in the seedings just now for the playoffs, and you've got the Chargers and the Jets sitting there one game back. Um, and the Patriots, sorry, Scud and Danny will be screaming at me tomorrow for that one. But um, you've got the Patriots one game back as well, so you've got three teams sitting there on seven and six, one game back off the Dolphins. I mean, if they lose that, and then you're talking what Patriots beat Raiders, Chargers beat Titans, Jets beat Lions, that's all perfectly reasonable outcomes. Dolphins could find themselves drawn quickly outside of the playoffs. Um, so I, I do think there is. Go for a murder, sorry. Just, just what you mentioned, the Chargers, they've got a tie break over the Dolphins as well with beating them last week. So yeah. that's another thing. Uh, to remember when, when looking at it, it's Aye, great shout as well. It's an interesting one with the Chargers just being such an up and down team all year. Can they make it count when it counts? You know what I mean? And then as you got that very, very important tie break. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody, cares about well. football. Uh, nobody cares about football you were playing at the start of the season. It's what football you're playing in January. Exactly. Yeah. Nah, de- definitely. Can the Chargers not charger is what we're, we're all really wondering, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, I'm trying to say that without a smile on my face, so it probably did come across. Um, but <laughs> I, th- I think for me, and again, Murdo's obviously touched on it, too, has played four cold weather games, um, and his time he's lost all four. I, I think this, the Bills will see this as an absolute revenge game for the for the game in week three, where you had players cramping up. I remember seeing Stefan Diggs on the sideline with cramps because of the heat um, down in Miami that early in the season as well. So for me, I, I, I'm struggling to see a way that the, the Dolphins win this as well. Um, it's obviously everybody loves a snow game. Will we get some snow angel celebrations? We can only hope so. Um, <laughs> And I, I think it is going to be a big, big running game. And as much as that pains me to see as a Stephon Diggs fantasy owner, it's I, I, I just I can't see past the Bills on this one. Um, so I think I think that was unanimous. I think the four of us are going Bills on that one, yeah? Bills, But just on the weather thing as well, supposedly Miami had heaters in LA on Sunday. When the weather was like, really? like 50 degrees. So, how on earth are they going to cope with half that? A big fire. That's what they're going to have. Just a big fire. Oh, I, I, did, I did see that, to be fair. They're sitting with heaters on at SoFi Stadium. So, Southern California, they've got heaters. I dread to think how they're going to be feeling up in um, upstate New York. Jo- Josh Allen's going to be kicking about like Scott Brown in short sleeves. There's a Celtic reference for anybody listening that follows uh, follows Scottish football as well, which uh, Murdo and Studs are both delighted to hear me mention Scott Brown in our first. Oh. Oh. Uh, moving on. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, so we're all on bills on that one. So I think, uh, I So again, Saturday night football, or well, early hours of Sunday morning. So let's uh, see how that one goes. I'm trying to think if I've got anything on Sunday, I might stay up and watch a little bit of that one myself and hope for some sort of miracle when Miami managed to knock off the bills. But we shall see. Um, so we had, again, we're kind of moving through the schedule essentially, so we're moving into the Sunday games at six o'clock for this one. Um, we had a little bit of debate, we were talking, there's a few obviously playoff relevant games, we mentioned the Chargers-Titans, that was one of the games we were looking at potentially, but I think we've, we eventually settled on the Lions at the New Jersey Jets, so down in the Meadowlands, well, Detroit Lions, they're exciting. Everybody loves Dan Campbell and his kneecap biting attitude. Um, Jared Goff is playing some unbelievable football just now. He's possibly playing his way into a new deal and a, and a starting quarterback for the Detroit Lions when everybody thought they were going to be looking at drafting one um, very soon. So we're talking about the num- number four offence in the league for the Detroit Lions. So, albeit they're the number 30 fo- 31 defence, but um, we'll just bypass that just now. Um, but yeah, number four offence coming up against the number three defence in the New York Jets. This is going to be a very, very tight game for me. Um, Brian, what are you thinking in this one? One pride! I'm Team Lions. <laughs> I'm loving it. It's you great. Know, Apparently, Jared Goff can play football. Uh, <laughs> went to the lines, and, like, and that's what you get and this is your punishment for sucking so hard for so long and now he's absolutely balling out he's incredible uh no i'm i'm 100 on the lines with this um there've been you, know, you see all of these um like nfl team rating things that people play about with on social media and i love the ranking that the lines always get fun but frisky <laughs> it's one of these teams you're like what are you going to get god knows we're not entertaining uh, when we get to watch it it'll be wild um, yeah, I mean, but yeah Goff's on what last um, uh, three games over 200 yards a game worst game he's had in the last three was against Buffalo 240 uh, he's went 340 against the Jags 330 against the Vikes bring it I'm all about the Lions and I love the Jets I've been all over the Jets this year um, but they've got their struggles, you know what I mean? The Jets' revolving door at quarterback is still the Jets' revolving door at quarterback. Um, so that, uh, what are they ranked in offense? Something like eight or nine or something like that? Nineteenth. Nineteen. Jesus, I'm giving them credit where they don't deserve it. Um, so yeah, I don't see them putting up a lot of points. Then again, it is the Lions' defense. Um, nah, I'm on team Lions. I think it'll be great. Uh, I still class them as an underdog. And whenever I've got a close game, and I don't really have a personal stake in it. I'm team underdog, so I'm on the lines with this one. So, so you're not on, not rolling with Mike F and White as the oh. rest of the Jets are. <laughs> yeah, do you know? Hey, listen, I do like Mike White. Uh, Mike, Mike, Mike White and Wilson Prime. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> um, I can't do Wilson Squared anymore, so it's Wilson Prime. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I, listen, I've been so on board with the Jets all year, still loving to watch them. Um, sauce, I'm lo- you know, loving Sauce on defence, but <laughs> the lights have just been nutty. It's been great fun. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking, I'm very much looking forward to the game. Um, so yeah, no, team Lions. So, you, so you're going, you're going offence, number four offence, but he's number three defence. 
Yep. Not not often you would say that, to be honest. But um, Liam, what about you? Do you, you get any redeeming factors on the Jets for me? I know I can certainly think of one in particular who's in my fantasy team. <laughs> Your fantasy team? <laughs> he's on my bench anyway. Just hanging out there, <laughs> hanging out there. Well, I, suppose, I suppose it comes down to well, Mike White be, be fit. He's what he left in an ambulance last weekend after going out of the game, which is fair play to the fair play to him. Was he probably broken ribs or something like that? They're not telling you about. So, um, play to the Jets. They watched Joe Flacco play fifteen more minutes of football <laughs> well, and decided to nearly <laughs> kill Mike White. But that was quite, well. Yeah, I suppose that was interesting. Like, even, not even Wilson didn't even make the bench. Wasn't even active, was he? So, I suppose that's I I suppose to show you how far he's dropped. Eh? Um, but yeah, but uh, talking about another game that's a must win for the Jets. What they've uh, for another team to win this? Of what the kind of tiebreakers they've got. The Patriots, they're again down on them for the head to heads. The Chargers have got the conference uh, record, and the Dolphins. We just talked about if they they managed to sneak a win, they're they're setting up there as well. So again, another crunch time game. But I was looking at the stats of going back to the lines about points for and points against. I think it was twenty six point eight points for in a game on average, and letting in twenty six point seven against. That's well, that's uh, that's that just sums it up nicely. <laughs> Nobody wants a nil nil in the NFL, <laughs> and the, these teams are here to ensure you don't get one. You might get a tie, but it's going to be forty forty. I, <laughs> I, I definitely don't think you're getting a an exciting game when you're talking about the the Detroit Lions this no. year, especially with how bad their defense has been compared to how bad their offense has been. Um, I'm just that again. I'm just looking at Murder just before I come to you um, on this one. I'm looking at the rushing yards for the New York Jets now. Obviously, they're now on the probably their third starting running back, as well as obviously, well, they've had three starting Q- QBs this year as, as well. But they've tallied up almost 1,500 yards rushing as a team, which I find quite impressive. Um, obviously, they've lost Brees Lightning. They're now on Zonovan Bam Knight. As their main man, Murdo, what do you what do you think? Do you think your brothers in the stadium are going to squeak a victory out here, or are you thinking on the lines as well? To be honest, I flip flop with this one, um, back and forth. Like the, the the Jets are a one point favourite, so Brian's right to be back in the underdog. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I'm struggling to call it ha- on our on our predictor. I have back because. Dan Campbell's a mad bastard. I just you you kind of want him to win, but yeah, I don't. I just don't know. Like, how will how will Detroit fare up? Because this is going to be the best defense that they've played all season. Will Jared Goff's limitations come back? Going up no. against Sauce Gardner in the secondary, I I don't know. I, I really. I think just to be just to go against everyone else on the pod, I'm going to flip my flip my selection from uh, the lines of the Jets. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> I wouldn't be like you to flip a selection mid pod, I'm sure you've been previous <laughs> for this. <laughs> Probably, just in to try and be a bit controversial. <laughs> you're only saying that because the Jets playing green. Listen, see what an interesting one. Just on the notion of Jets running backs, who the hell has James Robinson upset? Where is that man done? He was playing so well front end of the season and then he got traded over to the Jets and like, I, I don't know. Did they shoot someone? Did they, like, has he got, 
photos have been with somebody's missus. What did the man do? He's vanished into absolute insignificance. I only say this because I am a relatively bitter James Robinson fantasy run on at least one week. And yes, the waiver wire was pretty thin that day, and I had to, you know, I had to make the decision I made. But still, but what's going on there? Maybe he's the NFL equivalent of John Terry and sneaking into boys' houses with their misses. <laughs> if, if the Jets ever win the Super Bowl, he'll just pop up and he's and he's strip down at the pitch thing. <laughs> I have a shinies on. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to just want to confirm with the um, switching. This is the only time in my life that I'll switch from green uh, from blue to green. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said, Mar, don't, don't be ashamed about it. I done it in the previous one of the previous ones. I backed. Um, I think I backed the Titans against the Eagles purely because I'd already backed the Jets and I was not backing two teams in green. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I must admit, I'm, I'm with Murdo on this one. I, th- I think in the predictor, I've picked the Jets as well. Um, I'm just, I think the Jets' defence is going to be too good for Jared Goff, personally. Jared Goff's had his struggles on the on the road this year. More, I think he's been more effective at home, um, certainly over the course of the season. And I, I just think the Jets, I've put the caveat on it. If it's Mike F and White, I think the Jets win. If it's Joe Footsteps Flacco, I think the Jets lose. Um, so I am definitely going for. I'll, I'll go for the Jets with that caveat. Um, so well, is that two? Sorry, Murdo, go. No, just just with the QB situation, I'm sure it is that I'm sure um, Mike White is starting. They've managed to patch him back together. They found his legs someplace <laughs> outside <laughs> the stadium um, after that hit from from Matt Milano. But is that Wilson going to be QB two on Sunday? So I wonder if he comes back in. Yeah, well, I think Salah did say previously that the plan was to get Wilson back in at some stage. And when I heard that initially, I was just like, why? You're going for the playoffs. You're, Mike White's doing absolutely superb for you. Why would you dent his confidence by saying, yeah, the plan is at some point to um, to bring Zach Wilson back in? That's, that's worse Isn't than it? what the Finns done to Fitzpatrick with Tua. Who's the franchise quarterback there? But come on, you know what I mean. Like, I uh, I get it. Like I, I was all all about Wilson getting the getting the boot and getting benched and all the rest. Of it. it was a bad boy. You can't be going on on the telly and saying things like dumping your. I've not dumped the team in it, but saying he's more important than some parts of the team. But he's st- he's still the person that the Jets want to build that franchise around for years to come. He'll be coming yeah. square back in there. It's Mike. It's uh, Mike. Way not a free agent as well. Come the off season, I think. I'm not sure. That's uh, definitely something I'm not sure I could, about. I could, be, I could be wrong, but and even then, you need to remember that Wilson, what uh, the games that he started, won all bar two. It's, and it was the it was the Pats he lost to twice. And I'm sorry, but you can't blame a Jets quarterback for losing to the Pats. There's some witchcraft involved there. <laughs> Bill has Bill has pictures of all of the Jets coaching staff doing things that they shouldn't be doing. It's the only explanation. Um, but you know, I mean, Wilson was playing well, and yeah, I see him coming back in after in relatively short order. But with Mike White as well, he's got three touchdown passes on the season, and they all came in the first game against Chicago. Mm-hmm. So, I, I I think to be honest, yeah, fair enough, punish Zach Wilson, but. 
should really be the kept for three games. Like slap his arse, then let him get back to it. He's good. he's your franchise guy. Yep. You need to you need to let them be your best guys play. Look at me and Muddle Green. Look at me and Muddle Green. <laughs> must be true. The window that Brian is a blue moon as well. <laughs> must, be, must be true if that's happening. <laughs> Listen, I, I do get what you're saying about the franchise quarterback, but when you've got your team coming out, going on flights with Mike F and White t-shirts the week after Zach Wilson's had these pause felt for his comments where he didn't feel he'd let the team down. I'm sorry, that says to me that the locker room's completely black and white. white. Ah. Zach Wilson's got a long way to go to win those guys back. I don't know. I'm going to. I don't know. Two losses. I think two losses in the bounce is a lot of to bring you back into folks' favour. I mean, Mike White came out. Yep, played a really good game against the mighty Chicago Bears, uh, and then got absolutely put in his place against both Minnesota and Buffalo. So, no, I mean, I'm sorry, but yeah, don't be wrong. They're two top. Well, they're one top team and one reasonable team. I'll let you guess which is which. Um, I mean, I. Yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm not not feeling the Mike White hype as much as I love Mike F and White um, and the <laughs> the meme worthiness of him. Uh, nah, get me get me Zach Wilson back in. Nah, I, th- I don't know. I I, I think I, I'd said in one of our early podcasts, were they winning because of Zach Wilson or were they winning um, in spite of him? And for me, they're winning in spite. Of, they were winning in spite of Zach Wilson. They were winning on the back of Brees Hall at the time. Um, I don't think Zach Wilson was good enough to, to win games. Um, so Mike White can win games, and he showed that. I'd, I'd, I'd be sticking with Mike White until we were out of the playoffs. Maybe next year bring Zach Wilson in, fine. But I know I'm, I, I want to see Mike White go for it. Um, right, so is that a two and two then? So we get, in fact, Liam, did you? Yeah, I'm going for the lines. Yeah, I think I put the lines in the lines. Yeah, indeed. Yep, like the fun, as you no, say, like, like, like Brian, like the fun, fun. Aye, no, I definitely, I think uh, it's hard, the hard knock season is, I think, his first interview or his first um, press conference as an NFL head coach, he just gave every day so much to talk about off that one press conference. <laughs> so, but uh, aye, so we'll, we'll split on that one. So we'll get two Jets, two Lions in that one. Um, and it actually surprises me that it's the two Rangers fans that are actually went for the team in green, but hey-ho, not to worry. <laughs> right. Murdo, I'm going to delay coming to you in this one because I know you're going to have you're going probably going to have to convince the crew on this one. I've just got a funny feeling on it. But we're, next game we're going to talk about is our Sunday night football game at twenty past one in the Monday morning. I'm sure you're going to be staying up for it. We've got the New York Football and Giants, the G-Men, at the Washington Commies. Uh, so the the last game, what can we say about it? It was a tie. <laughs> There's not really much more else to say about that one. Um, a hard fought game between the between the guys. The G Men seem to be in a bit of a downward spiral. I think lost well, they lost four out of the last five, or something along those lines. Um, 
Commanders are obviously built on their defence. Again, fourth-ranked defence in the league. Taylor Heineke is just about doing enough for them. Terry McLaurin's suddenly been good since Taylor Heineke came in. And you've obviously got the story of Brian Robinson on that one. And go for it, Murdo. What, what have I got wrong? No, nothing wrong. But you're just talking about the Washington defence. So, obviously highly ranked. And they've also got Chase Young coming back. Well, potentially coming back on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a scary, scary defence, to be honest. And as you say, they're only getting stronger. You've seen Chase, Chase Young just... He, he's another likeable character for me. I'm, again, the games I've seen, you've seen him on the sideline trying to G's guys up, getting involved... He seems like a very vocal piece of that commander's defence. Um, and again, when you've got guys on there, what's his nickname? The Predator, I think is his nickname. Um, Sean Watson's not playing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he's called the Predator for different reasons. I'm pretty sure it's moving he's away from line. He's, he's my quarterback, I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> um, and you've got Montez Sweat on there as well, who's... Studs is frozen in midair. This is incredible. This is live, <laughs> live on air. Studs has been abducted by aliens, and he's now holding his head in his hands, wishing the world would eat him alive. Oh, <laughs> can't believe that dropped off there. I just literally still, still talking. I just see the wee sign pull up. I was like, crap. <laughs> um, so, I for me, I'm, I'm very much in the commander's side on this one. I think the commanders are going to take this one at home. Um, I think their defence is going to shut down the G-men pairs. I don't think it's going to be a particularly high-scoring game. Um, Liam, start with you on this one. But yeah, I, was just, you... I, was, I was just thinking the easiest way to, to rank is the commanders beat the Eagles and the Eagles beat the Giants. So, surely, we've got the answers <laughs> right there. So, it's <laughs> easier than that. This is bringing back memories in 1967 when Scotland beat England down at Wembley. We were suddenly the world champions. Have we Have we made it yet? Do we have the full circle of life in the NFL yet? No, they do that every year where they try and make it work so that every team has beat every other team in a big hoop. Have we made that yet? I've not seen one of those appear I've, online. I've not, I've not. I've not. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I suppose and also like the giant, well, sorry, the commanders, what they've been off in a buy. So again, all they've had to think about is game plan for the the giants again. They've had what three weeks to do it now. So, and as you say, as much as the commanders maybe not the best team in the world, but they've still got some good skill players. McLaurin, as you were saying, Gibson Robinson in there. Is Robinson the comeback player of the year after you got you know after a, shoot, a shooting? Um, so. <laughs> And then what Dotson coming back and Samuel as well. So it's not a bad skill position set sort of thing compared to um sorry Mur sorry Murdo, uh, Saquon on uh, the Giants side of the side of the ball. <laughs> I think, I think that's Don't a big you thing forget is... to mention Darius Slayton. Oh yeah, to be fair to him. I, I, I have liked Darius Slayton this year. I mean he's kinda of jumped back from nowhere, so give given that. Know enough to throw to. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the thing. I mean Saquon's obviously got a neck injury is kind of quite concerning for me as a as a running back. It's it, big, I definitely. I think and Saquon's obviously had these injury issues. I'm just looking on the injury report just now. I don't actually see him on there to be honest. Um, I it's, I don't know. It's, and what it's they, described, they, they described it as a, what a stinger or something. Like they said it was. I think I don't know what a stinger in the neck is, but I, <laughs> I, 
whenever I hear neck injury and running back, I don't know, this is obviously a recent example, but Chris Carlson, Chris Carlson, Chris Carlson. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It retired the man. You can't. Like, I, mean, I don't care how big and how strong you are. Any man's neck is only so big. Uh, <laughs> I can only take so many hits. Um, and I think that's the thing. Saquon's been driving that Giants team for the best part of the season. I think Daniel Jones is. Uh, last time he's had a decent season as well. To be honest, consider him as Murdo said. They've got no no real weapons. Um, but I think it's pretty much been on the back of Saquon um, for me. So I'm. I, we, we haven't been hampered, shall we say. I'm, I'm struggling to see anything other than a commander's win, as I said. Um, Brian, for a get Murdo in to try and convince us, what, what, where are you going? Are you, are you going all call me on us, or are you going for the G-men? You know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be upstanding for this. I'm going to be upstanding. No, nobody can see this because it's a podcast and it's audio, <laughs> but I am upstanding. <laughs> what a G-men! I'm with you, Murdo. Yes, I'm with you. I'm with you, mate. Um, he- I, do you know it's it's an odd one? I actually see it being being a wee bit more of a free a, a free and open game. Um, and do you know I honestly couldn't tell you why. I've got no like grand insight to offer here. I've just got this really weird gut feeling um, that we are going to see one of those things where we see somebody like um, Slayton or you know or like Richie James or something like that. Just someone that we're not really going to see it from that you don't really game plan for because, well, why would you game plan for Richie James? Um, it's, like game, it's, like, it's like game planning for me. You know, I'm, I'm not really going to be a relevant factor. Um, I, I don't know. I've just got a weird feeling that that, that something's going to come out of the Giants. Um, I think it might be biased from when, you know, we went down to London and we got to see them in the flesh and it was, it was such a brilliant game. Sorry, Liam. Um, I don't remember what you're talking about. <laughs> I wonder where they're going to pick the Giants. <laughs> I wonder why. Um, you know, I don't know. I've just, I've just one of those feelings. Um, the, the the big worry for the G Men has to be what we were just talking about. They'll be saying, "One, you know, what I mean? that man is their season. That man is their. He is their past, their present, their future, their everything." Um, but yeah, you know, what I mean, that's. I think it'll be. A de- I think it's going to be a good. Uh, I don't see it being a, you know, a, a mega mega low scorer. Um, I'm I'm jump. I'm going to even be. Go out of the box. I'm going to make a score prediction. Oh. I'm, 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 I know. Oh. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go for 27, 27, 20. Uh, G men. I'm going to call it. I'm going to say, you know, it's not going to be one of those ones you go, oh my god, it's an all-time classic. But don't think it's going to be a stinker either. I think it'll be a, a decent game to watch. I, I need to be honest. I'd imagine that's probably going again against the bookies on that one because I, I could only imagine that. I'd imagine that this game will be a an under one, but. Uh, Aye, I think you'd be in the minority there, Brian. Um, right, Murdo, convince me and Liam then. You don't need to convince Brian, convince I'm me and Liam. Me. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to talk myself into Saquon having a stinker so as I can justify benching him for the fantasy playoffs this weekend because I'm seriously considering it. Benching Saquon Barkley in the fantasy playoffs is a stupid idea. Never <laughs> putting that guy out. You should do but... it. <sighs> Honestly, this season, man, like, I don't know where to start. I don't know how to start with this game, man. Like, yeah, I want to be positive. I want to be looking forward to Sunday night. But I'm back to where I was last season. The weekend dread. Just wondering how bad it's going to be. But, no, you know what, we... This is we've got to hold our heads up. We've been really banged up and we've managed to get a decent record out of it. 
The thing that concerns me most is obviously we had the tie two weeks ago. They've had their week off and we've had an absolute scalping off the Eagles. So who's going to be better prepared for, for Sunday? But a bit like Brian, I just don't think you can count the Giants out. Like Daniel Jones is going to do what Daniel Jones does. He'll probably not turn it over because he's looking after the ball so much better. He'll throw one touchdown, probably run in for one, throw for maybe 150, 200 yards, and maybe rush for 60 to 80 yards. That's a given. He seems to do that every single game. But is that enough without Saquon? I don't think so in this game. But I'm back in the Giants. There's no way I'm going to say the Commanders, but it's just... Uh, yeah, it's it's stuff. We're, we're, we're on a slide. Um, we needed the, the season to end like week 11. <laughs> but, yeah. Stop the count. Stop the count. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard to find too many positives. Um, just even the difference in some of the players that were kind of next men up that were playing out of their skin at the start of the season, like um, Fabian Monroe. Fabian Monroe in the secondary, like Giants fans were clamouring to get him a new deal, and any flag in the secondary, any missed tackle, or anything in the secondary the past three four weeks has been his fault. I think it's just the the shines come off the, the new new regime a wee bit. We, we've got a good cap space next year. We come back stronger. This is a rebuild season. We knew that was that before we came out. But yeah, I just, I want to be confident. I want to be positive. I want to say that we're going to go and batter them. I want to give you a 27-20 do it. Score prediction, but <laughs> I'm just hoping for another draw. <laughs> <laughs> right, there we go. Can we get what, what, what would the graphic be in the Twitter score predictor for us if one of us actually predicts a draw? See, to be fair, Murdo, see you saying that, I actually told you the idea to put draw on my chance. It's good for the predictor just to try and mess him. Um, <laughs> So I, I, I did toy with it as well, to be fair. Um, so I, I don't know. It's, it'll, it'll be interesting. So I, whilst you were talking, I was actually looking at Saquon's stats the last time he played against the Commanders in, in that tie. 18 touches for 63 yards, and I think he had five receptions as well um, for 22 yards. So he didn't break 100, and that's the part that's kind of scared me. Um, he did get a touchdown, but... Aye, so I don't know. I've I've certainly got decisions to make on that one, um, and we'll we'll touch on running backs in a little bit when we come to our pick sixes. So see if you guys can help me out on that one. Um, so that's kind of our main three games, obviously, guys. So looking at it, um, I'm just going to quickly run through the rest of the slate. I'll just read it off if there's any, and then I'll come to use one at a time, guys. Any particular game you want to shout out just very, very quickly and then we'll get on to our pick sixes on that one. So, kicking off tonight, we've got divisional game. We've got 49ers at the Seahawks. So, 9-4 and four Brock Purdy experience at the Seattle Seahawks, 7-6. and six. We've then got our Saturday slate of Colts at Vikings. Well, the very lovely time in the UK, 6 o'clock, which sure Smudger and Shane will be loving. Um, and then we've got the Ravens nine and four at half nine on Saturday at 
the team that shall not be named, five and eight, which I know Brian's going to be looking forward to. And then we touched on Dolphins at Bills at one in the morning. Sunday, red zone, six o'clock. We're going to have Falcons at Saints, Steelers, Panthers, Eagles at Bears, Chiefs at Texans, Cowboys at Jags, Lions at Jets, which we touched on. One nine oh five game in the Sunday. We've got Cardinals Broncos. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Um uh, and then at nine twenty-five we've got Titans at Chargers, Bengals at Bucks, which I I was kind of looking at that one. I do think that'll be a good game. Could that be the nail in the coffin that knocks the Bucks out? Um and then we've got Murdo's G-Men at the, com- at the Commanders on Sunday Night Football. And then Monday Night Football, we've got Rams at your Packers, Liam. So, Brian, starting with you, obvious one for you. You're going to be looking at Ravens and Browns on Saturday. Apart from that, any other ones that take your fancy? Apart from the, apart from the, the, the big game of the weekend. Um, can, can I just give a shout-out for the Broncos Cardinals for how much of a horror show that game's going to be? <laughs> that <laughs> honestly... Like, is that game going to be? Like, can we can we vote to put that game on Amazon? Um, <laughs> Colt McCoy <laughs> versus Brett Rapid. Are you not excited oh, for that? I'm sorry, beside myself with with just sheer excitement. Uh, no, do you know I'm going to and, and I'm going to apologise in advance and steal some thunder. Uh, I'm all actually about the Packers Rams. Shake and bake, baby. He's coming for you, Liam. I <laughs> know. Um, I'm. I'm all about that. I, I'm. I'm really looking forward to it. Baker's obviously came off a massive, massive win. Um, Packers, I fear to say, haven't been having a brilliant year. Um, it's like you know we talked about this one or two pods ago. Um, what does Baker need to like salvage his career? And we had a lot of chat about he'd need to do a Gino or he'd need to do you know some of that. This, this is the kind of thing that, that the man needs. You know I mean? He's had a rough season so far. He came back. He said that big highlight game. Can he keep that that shine, that momentum going? Really, really, really hope so. So, I'm, yeah, looking forward to that one. Uh, will, I stay, will I stay up to five past one in a, in a Tuesday morning or what will be Tuesday morning to watch it? I can't promise that. Um, but I will certainly be, be keeping an eye on it. Oh, you going to bed in your Baker Mayfield pyjamas. I said I'm tempted to burn my vehicle top. I could. <laughs> I've heard rumours, though, that there's uh, Stafford may consider retirement at the end of the season. He's got his Super Bowl ring. He's obviously had an epic career. And apparently Sean McVay was very high on Baker in the draft, mm-hmm. which is why he's pushed for him. So, could Listen. be... I think it, Mick! <laughs> <laughs> blame Stafford for retiring. He's played pretty much his whole career banged up. Yeah. Like it just seems yeah. to be he's always dealing with something, but he continues to play. So if he's had enough of getting battered about after getting his ring, then that's off to the guy. You spend your whole life playing <laughs> behind a, a O-line that's effectively a cheese Swiss grater. cheese. More holes <laughs> in it than it helps. He's getting leathered for what? How long has Stafford been in the league now? Uh, long enough that we're amazed that he's still getting you know, all of his limbs. <laughs> Aye, he's, he's certainly had a tough run at it at the Lions. I just heard battered and ringing then my he just went to a very dark place. Um, <laughs> so. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you now know what we have to put up with on a much more regular basis. I was talking about onion rings at the chippy. Who are you boys talking about? Well, whoa, 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 whoa. This has actually now somehow got worse. If the onion rings you're getting are dark, you need to be having a word with your fast food provider. It should be a delightful golden brown and not a shade different. Listen, sex jokes are one thing. Do not mock a man's onion rings. 
Oh, right, Murdo, what about yourself? Any games that scream off of that slate at you? Yeah, there has to be the Titans at the Chargers. Um, Chargers looked so good last week. We were touching on it earlier. Um, Herbert's getting his, his, his offence back. The defence is still banged up, but they win They win Sunday. That's um, right in the playoff contention. Um, and the Titans are... They're going to win the the where are they the South South yeah AFC South um, yeah they're going to win the South because they're uh, are they though Jags are coming on strong two games back at this stage of the season is a bit a bit much because the Jags are going to Jags you know <laughs> I would love to see them beat the Cowboys on Sunday <laughs> what but, that's it Trevor Lawrence is flying so you never know. I suppose Mika Parsons right into his midriff. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I fully agree with you. I think the Titans have got that division wrapped up. Um, albeit this it's still possible, but I, I, I think the Titans have got that one. I, I, that, that was the other game we were obviously looking at, Titans versus the Chargers. And I think it's... I think part of the reason I was fascinated by it is obviously Derek Henry has been utter dug meat for the last couple of weeks for the Titans. and. They've lost those, both of those games. They've, they've been he's been very very poor, but he's coming up against a Chargers defense that is like the Houston Texans that cannot stop the run. Um, so uh, it'll be uh, as you mentioned, obviously Justin Herbert's finding a bit of his groove. So uh, it'll certainly be an interesting game. Liam, coming to you last. Any obviously we've got the Rams and Packers on there with your homer pick, but any other games that scream out at you there? Yeah, well, obviously, obviously, my homer pick. I'm looking forward to it. It's a frozen tundra this weekend. I think it's maybe another a snow game, apparently, as well. So, should be interesting. But the other one I'm interested is uh, the Falcons with Ritter starting um, this week. The whole thing with Mariota has been strange. The whole on on IR, he's now what left the team or something like that. I heard or something like that. He's it's weird. Yeah, I have no, no idea yeah, what's going on. It's like a phantom injury and all this sort of stuff. No one really knows. It's got odd. Uh, he's he's left the team. I heard that myself yesterday as well. I mean, I wonder if I could get away with that with my boss. Just say, listen, by the way, I'm not going to I'm not going to be in for a couple of weeks. I'm just going to leave the country and just disappear somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so don't think have, that would fly. Have some have some me time. <laughs> as, uh, I think Falcon Saints. I, I must admit, I didn't expect you to go there with that one, Liam. To be honest, um, but I can I can see the interest in it. Obviously, Desmond Ritter, rookie draft pick. Let's see what they've got. Um, yeah. Obviously, second time Mario has been benched by Arthur Smith as well, because, well, tired of hell at the Titans. Yeah. So. See, if they, see if they start throwing the ball a bit more to London or something like that. Who knows? Stranger things might happen. Kyle Pitts is done for the season, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's, he's done. done. Aye, so he's, he's really yeah. got Drake London and uh, is it Zacharias or Zacharias. Yeah. You, you can try and pronounce that. I'm not. So, <laughs> <laughs> so and then, well, he's obviously got Caldwell Patterson in the backfield as well. And, um, I'm I'm fully hoping that he just completely avoids him and doesn't doesn't use him um, as well. But I think again, divisional game there it could be quite interesting. This is the I think this is the only division where every team in it has a losing record right now. Um, mm-hmm. So everyone is still technically in the hunt. Winner of that game puts themselves in probably a good position to maybe push the Bucks. But I think it's between I think the Bucks and Panthers are favourites. Um, if both of those teams win out in that division just now, then they they're 
top favourites to kind of win the division. But one of the that game, I think, gives themselves a, a great shout to kind of catch them, certainly. Um, if the Panthers make the playoffs with Sam Darnold at quarterback with a losing record, it is the most Sam Darnold thing to ever happen to the NFL. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> it's... I, I must admit, I can't, Andy, I, Andy somehow retires Tom Brady in the process. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if Brady's retiring. There's there's lots of rumours kicking about. Um, obviously, it's getting to that stage of the season when they say there's lots of rumours. I've, I've heard um, Raiders is one potential option. Um, so, teaming back Hopefully up with one of his head coaches. coaches. Replaced Josh, Josh McDaniels. <laughs> <laughs> I said, let's, let's not get too excited. We're at that stage of the season where I'm fairly sure I'm rumoured to join a team. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, what did we talk about earlier? Get you in a special teams role. I'm sure we oh, could absolutely get, get you in there. Um, right. Mark too. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I could have a bash it when I kick it. I'm sure <laughs> I could do that. Listen, so Harry Kane could have a bash it when I kick it as well. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> We've done so, really well to only bring that up now, actually. So, <laughs> oh, sorry for anybody listening in England, but I'm really I'm not. not. <laughs> I'm not sorry in the slightest. <clears throat> so, again, we'll not get down that rabbit hole because we will be here for days on that one. Um, Brian, you are going to provide us with our statistic of the week. I'm not singing it like Stu does. Statistic um, of the week. There we go. That was more after dark there, Brian. That's, that's, that's what this is. This is the well, well, welcome to the. This is because I'm known that it. Known we're all down with smoking jackets, by the way. <laughs> aye. Uh, no, so right, aye. Statistic of the week. Um, so this is where Shane Baker's back. Uh, Baker Mayfield um, joins illustrious company. Um, there have only been four times in NFL history where a team has came back from a 13-point or more deficit in the fourth quarter. And the big statistic is two of those four instances have happened this year. Tom Brady, Baker Mayfield. It is These two names should forever now be adjoined and linked and equivocated <laughs> with one another of equal skill, standing and merit. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Uh, Tom Brady and Baker Mayfield twice this year, entire NFL's history, it's only happened four times, that a team has came back from 13 or more points down at the start of the fourth. There you go. Aye. Guys, any closing comments for you just before we wrap up? Just very briefly. Brian, start with you in and closing for you. Shake and bake! <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, Brian, as always. Birdo? Just roll on Saturday. House to myself. NFL night. Magic. Super, man, super. I think we're all looking forward to it. And Liam, any closing for you? Yeah, I'm just looking forward to the Packers out of their bye. See, see what they can do in the last four. See, see. What, see, when, see when love comes in or not. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, well, guys, listen, it has been a pleasure tonight. So, thanks very much for joining me, and thanks to you listeners for tuning in. Um, please do all that good stuff. Give us a like and subscribe to the pod from myself and the rest of the crew. Enjoy our fun filled week 15 of Saturday and Sunday football, and we will be back next week with our review. Thanks very much, everyone, and good night. <laughs>